Welcome to the biggest solution in the universe, the show where we discuss every solution in the universe, from cool Corvettes to winning bets. Oh. With over 5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of solutions. I'm Maddox, with me is Dick. Hey. And hey, Sean, hey. our audio engineer. Hello. Welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome back to the special content. The exclusive content, which only you can hear. Right. How exciting. Premium content. Premium content. Mm-hmm. VIP. This is the dirty stuff. Yeah. For the low, low price of $1.33. Yeah. We can uh, we can say all the words on this show. We can say every single word. There's I, not a single I really <laughs> doubt that because all I went through six words in my head yeah. that I want to say. I'm oh, like, yeah. nope, 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 never mind. Yeah. Just scream it into a pillow. That's what we do after the every episode too. Uh we just we just uh, put pillows up to our face and just scream all the words we can say. No, you can't even do that in my apartment. It's against the rules. Uh, speaking of winning bets, do you want yeah. to get right into? Oh, let's let's hear about the solutions first. Okay, yeah, month. let's get through these uh, solutions real quick. The biggest solution in the universe from last month was pragmatism. Yay! Oh. Yeah, being practical. What a practical solution. Hmm. Uh huh. Followed by homeless like housing, putting garbage in your freezer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very practical. I thought of so many more examples after the show of of times that I'm practical or or pragmatic. Uh, and I, I hope I'm you totally, did. I'm totally blanking on yeah, all of them right now. That's the worst yeah. thing with this show. Like yeah. I was listening to it, I'm like <gasps> laughing because the two examples you brought in yeah. are not throwing clothes in the garbage yeah. and putting garbage in your freezer. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I know that you do more pragmatic things than that, but yeah. that was just really the only thing you could. Think the only of. thing off the top of my head, I have so many examples, and I, I, again, of course, I'm blanking. I, you I, ride your bike a lot. I do that's ride pragmatic. my. That's very practical. Very pragmatic. You use space efficiently. Yeah, in your home, don't I? Yes, you've you've got uh, <laughs> you've got the cheapest plastic shelving all over your walls to run your house like a stock room. That's it's very pragmatic. He's got computers laying in the middle of the fucking floor. It's yeah. not good use of space. That's a great use of space, Sean. What am I supposed to put? The, put a gi- giant clunky desk. Oh, buddy, you, you yeah. buddy, you're opening a yeah. can of worms because I'm going to bring in tables one of these days. You don't use a desk. I don't use a desk. Yeah, tell us about that. Very That's practical. pragmatic. Yeah, it's very pragmatic. Because here's the thing. A desk is a waste of space. It's something that you put down, and then for forever, anyone who comes into your house, that area of your house is occupied by that desk. And even when you're not using it, it's still there. It's still there. What, and what is what is a desk but just an elevated floor? <laughs> Perfect. I cannot argue with <laughs> way, that logic. Way better than garbage in the freezer. I'm going to bring in tables one of these days. So You'll you have two it. two monitor speakers, yes. like two two speaker stands, yeah. holding up your monitors, yeah. and then you just sit there in a captain's chair uh-huh. with your keyboard in your lap. Yes. Very pragmatic. Right. I'm going to talk. I'm going to actually bring this in as a as a problem one of these days. The tables. Uh, I hate tables and desks. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, followed by pragmatism was followed by homeless housing. People thought that was a solution. And then online tracking and then advertising, which, uh, Dick. Negatives? Ad- yeah, advertising <laughs> was in the negatives. Huh. Uh, people thought it was a problem. That's but, too uh, bad. The domi- that's, like, drives our regular show, advertising. No. I mean. It pays for it pays for Sean. It pays for uh, our transcriptions. It pays for art. I don't think, I don't even think we're making money on the regular show anymore because, we have so many expenses that go into making this show. Let's fire everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Ran- Randy. Starting with Randy. Handy yep. Randy. Me. Yeah. Next. Yeah. yeah. Then, then Lori. Yeah. Then Lori. Then Megan. 
Then uh, who else? And then all the transcribers. Mm-hmm. And then me. I'll fire myself. Sean, too. you're last. I'm the last, Sean, yeah. the last one. <laughs> Sean, you turn off the switch turn off and walk the out. Lights on yeah. the way out. Uh-huh. Exactly. We'll, we'll give we'll you Harry's everyone. number. You can talk to them and yeah. tell them where to send the checks. Great. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, so, Dick, your online tracking, your pizza tracking thing. Now, remember. That wasn't last month. Wasn't it? No, yeah, it no. was. It says it, online tracking right here. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, so your online tracking thing. Remember, yes. I was very cynical. And I thought that there's no fucking way they're paying employees to sit around pressing buttons at every step of the way. And of course, yeah, I got to. No, I got That's t- how POS works. No, I got a tweet. That's not. That's not what they do. Because if you have five or six different orders, you don't have time, and you're going to screw something up. You don't have time to update each order and then keep track of it. Um, I got a tweet from someone who works at Domino's, and they sent me a picture, Uh-oh. and they said it's just a screen, and it just you press start, and then it estimates based on your previous record, yeah, and then it just sends out some bullshit little update. Is it exactly what I thought? But don't you press and say done making the pizza? Like you have to clear the order from the system. Well, uh, maybe I don't know, but here's but here's, that's how the pizza tracker works. It but doesn't go like it's a, it doesn't show you every moment of the pizza making. Like that's it, what it does. That's what you. That's what you. But that's, that's what bullshit. you think. It I is just, bullshit. I just want the steps. I want to know that the pizza is made and in transition. Like I don't need to know how hot the pizza is and how much more cooking the pizza needs to do. It gives you four things. Yeah, it gives, it gives you, you stages. Mauricio has taken your order. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's then, put it in the oven. He's double checked it for accuracy, but and then it's out for delivery. But Sean, that's just a fucking fairy tale. They're just feeding you a line of horseshit. They're not. They're not actually updating it each step of the way. They you, when it says that Mauricio's working on your pizza and when it's in the oven are two totally separate things. You know what, what they tell you and when what happens. I'm Mauricio get, has I'm been lying get Domino's, to me. I'm gonna get Domino's PR involved in this. Yeah, they'll be able to straighten us out. Well, no need, buddy. Not a I, Twitter guy. Was he even already, verified? No, no need. I already got it. Here it is. This is this is. <laughs> This is actually from CNN. Listen to this. Uh, God damn it. All right, so we know our order is uh, on the way right now. Tell us how you guys track every step of the process and still manage to get your work done actually making the pizza. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> well, it, it's it's rather uh, easy, actually. It's all fully automated. Um, it, your order comes through uh, online, and uh, it pops through on our uh, make line over here. And as soon as we make it, we just hit one button on our computer here. And uh, All right, and, you know, the other interesting thing about it, and I wonder why I you guys do this as well, is you actually, the names of the people that are actually making your pizza show up online as well. Oh, that's we know great. that uh, Mohammed and Rob are busy mm-hmm. making our pizzas this morning. Why'd you guys do that? Um, well, it, it's it's actually rather easy. It's just based on who's clocked in. Yeah. And the computer sure. just There's does no everything automatically for us. What do you mean no yeah, intelligence? It's no intelli- based on whoever's clocked in. That's what it's just going to pop up on the thing. It's like, okay, I guess this person... They could have three or four employees, three, three or four different chefs back there, and it probably just picks one at oh, random. it's close enough. Yeah. What you, so you're saying you they push out of this thing? <laughs> it just tells it's you a, story. a guy's making it, you and like then it's stories. delivering. Of course I like stories. Man, yeah. I want to order stuff on Amazon's Prime, the Now app, yeah. just so I can watch the dude driving it from Glendale to my apartment. Oh, buddy, if there was an Amazon Prime version of the Domino's, there'd be, like, two or three steps where they were crying tears of sadness. Wait, and, why? And, have you read that Mother Jones article about being an Amazon worker, like in their uh, a temp worker for their Christmas season? Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway, guys. Well, as long as we're calling shenanigans, uh, yeah. you want to talk about the homeless one? Or are, uh, you, are you going to start yelling just by me bringing it up? I mean, I'll yell for sure. I, I brought a lot. I brought. I have like a page here of oh, yelling to do no, for the homeless thing. On. If you dare, if you dare. But we can talk about the bed first. Let's get let's get the uh, no, bed out let's, of the way. No, let's. I want to get I want to get this homeless shit done and over with and out of here. Okay. I don't ever want to talk about. What it do you want to say about it? So you said Utah reduced its its what three thousand homeless 
people population by 91%? No. Uh, they, so 91%. Let's, we, need to, we, we need to be very specific here. Oh, um, God. Chronic homelessness mm-hmm. is different from temporary homelessness or casual homelessness. Like, uh, homelessness that, ha- that oh, isn't yeah. chronic. Like, ho- uh, homelessness, like, for example, like they're taking so you've a vacation. done a lot of research on this <laughs> in the last month. They're taking a vacation <laughs> to homelessness. It's casual homelessness. Well, that's the dress code. You. Casual homelessness. Look, homelessness. I know. That's not, like the, that's not the exact phrase, you dickheads. I um, know. Here's this guy. Relax. I'll give you an example. This guy, uh, Patrick Murray, says, Maddox didn't know his, quote, close friend was homeless. LMBO, laughing my butt off. That's pretty funny. Idiot. It is pretty funny that you didn't know your friend was homeless. No, because- I can see it happening, but First of all, uh, it's not something people like to advertise. People have their pride, and they weren't chronically homeless. Now, what that means, so they were an example of homelessness that isn't a chronic homeless person. It's not what you think of when you think of homelessness. Homelessness could be just someone sleeping in their car because they don't have an apartment. I mean, that's literally homeless, right? Yeah. Right. But th- but unless you are homeless for longer than a year or more than three times in a in a, I think two consecutive years, they don't count you as chronic. You got an homeless. issue then. Right. Yeah. So Utah's po- homeless population was around sixteen thousand, including chronically homeless. Mm-hmm. The chronically homeless make up about fourteen percent of that number. Right. So it's about sixteen thousand. So about two thousand of those people. Uh, were chronically homeless. That's what they were targeting with this housing first thing. Not the people who are temporarily homeless or people who are sleeping in their cars one or two nights. I think we all understood that. Oh, okay. Well, it's I, the people I wanted who to make have it clear. no chance at getting back on their feet. Uh, it's the people who 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 are chronically homeless. That's what they were targeting with this program. So it's about two thousand people of those sixteen thousand, and ninety one percent of those two thousand people were uh, were no longer homeless. Okay. I yeah. think the, well, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's too many numbers. My brain's overloaded already. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even remember what I had to say about it. Somebody brought up, Alex Durante, Durante brought up the issue with um, that it was really the way they counted yeah. the homeless I know. that caused the gigantic drop. Yeah, well, it's Which not- is interesting because they, they compared the, the numbers that they reported versus the actual homeless count that they had. And there's a pretty massive discrepancy. Like the actual people, like they went, they went to the way they count the homeless. Cause like, how the fuck do you count the homeless, right? Like, how do you, how do you know how many birds there are in California? I don't know. They're all over the place. I can't, I can't send them a letter to see where they are. How do you know how many homeless there are? You got to go down to Skid Row or the ghetto and say, Hey, are you homeless? How long have you been homeless? Who the hell are you? Let me write your name down so I can count you. Right? No, that's not how they do it. They do it a number of ways. The the primary way. Well, is, they changed it. No, that's one way that they count the homeless. Well, they they there's a lot of thought that goes into the methodology on counting homeless people, and it's not just uh, depends a simple, on depends on whether they're up for funding or not. Right. Probably. Yeah. Usually, the end result is money in some way. No, the. Good I mean, you guys, you guys can be really cynical about this problem, but these are actually well-intentioned people who've actually helped a lot of people. You were cynical about the Domino's tracker. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but that's a fucking— No one's doubting that they want to help people. Yeah. We're just saying, but why do they count the homeless one way here's how before they, they do they it did, in one they way didn't, They didn't. Guys, you guys are obfuscating this whole, this uh, the, the results of this because of the AEI Institute, which is a, a right-wing conservative think tank who has an agenda. I'm just curious. They, they will I know, never— I I'm just curious, they, too. It's I'll, interesting. I'll tell you, well, here, I'm explaining it to you. How they 
count the homeless no. people is no. they count the number of people who come in through their shelters. Uh, now, it's it's not a precise figure, especially in, in cities where there is temperature. It turns out temperature is a huge factor on whether or not they get an accurate count on homeless people. So mm-hmm. on the nights of polling, depending on the season, depending on the time of year, they go out and they try to go to shelters and they go to places that uh, that homeless people would end up would be passing through, right? On warm nights, they find fewer homeless people coming to shelters. So um, depending on the time of year, the, the number could fluctuate, of course. But here's, here's some very simple math, guys. Very simple. I heard that they count them as three-fifths of a person. No, that's not no, true. No, Sean, you, you're mixing your history. That's a little they history count them as 10 yeah. people. If you, here's some simple math, guys. If you have X number of homeless people on the streets, uh-huh. and then you make Y number of housing units to put them in, you simply subtract Y from X, and that's your new chronic homeless number. There's no other way to look at it. If you are literally taking people off the street who are chronically homeless and putting them in houses, how do you argue with those numbers? I don't care. Uh, let's right. <laughs> let's get to the bet. That's just way too much time. Okay. Uh, I heard this last month from you. Um, what was the big bet? The big bet with you and Commander Crunch. Commander Krusty Pants. Come Pants. What's his name? I, don't, I forget his name. I don't know. You, yeah. I, you thought he was a friend of yours on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He follows on Twitch, I guess. And so he he called in. Let's give a refresher for anyone who hasn't heard last month's episode. So the argument came up: How far away is Voyager from Earth? He was uh, he was calling you out on some of your science knowledge. Yeah. And in that call, he dropped the factoid that Voyager is twenty billion miles away from Earth, just off the cuff, you know, as you do. You say, well, it's 20 billion miles away from Earth. Of course it needs a nuclear power cell. And you said, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I've never heard something so stupid in my life. Yeah. So I said, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm an inquisitive guy. If I uh-huh. hear that something is obviously stupid, I want to know what the real answer is. So yeah. I said, oh, Maddox, what's the what's the real answer? And yeah. you said, 100 million miles. Yeah. It's 100 like 114 million, mi- million. I said 114 around that around that yeah, area. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I said 114. Uh-huh. <laughs> whatever it was, 100 yeah. million. So you bet him. I yeah. said, well, let's see who's closer. Yeah. Let's take a bet, right? Yeah. Let's take a bet on let's, let's, who's ever closer. You'd yeah. think like who's ever in the right order of magnitude would be good. But no, we're gonna do we're gonna do who's ever closer to the middle. Yes. Right. No, no. To, whoever's closest to the number. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so did we did we look it up? Yeah, uh, I looked it up, and it's about twelve point five billion. So he was off by what uh, uh, seven and a half billion? Well, yeah, he was but off he's by seven in the right. Billion. He's in the right digits, though. Yeah, he's so yeah. You're off by you're off not, by not, almost not the en- entire amount. Yeah, but not that. I mean, like, not that much. You're close. <laughs> you, <laughs> you you might as well have said zero. No, no, right? no. like ten feet. <laughs> yeah. You might have said ten feet, twenty feet. I don't know. Now That's look, just look, as close. Look, guys, it's actually not twelve and a half billion. I actually uh, this is uh, this is an ace up my sleeve. I actually have a clip from NASA, and here's what they say. Listen to this. This Was is this going in to, 1986. This is yeah, going, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. This is actually very current. And this is going to settle the debate, and I won the bet. I think if you hear this clip, you'll agree that I won the bet. Listen to this. Well, it is quite remarkable when you think about it. That far off now, at ever increasing distances, there's this little vehicle. 114 million miles away. I knew that was coming. <laughs> there, there you go. Oh, wait, I, I won the bet. That guy doesn't have more to say? No, that, no that's, that's it. That's, that's fine. That's all he said. 114 million miles. So fuck you. Pay huh. up, shithead. That's the NASA clip. NASA, the authority on how far away the Voyager is. I trust no one more than NASA. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I didn't look it up. 
Okay. I just assumed the guy, I mean, I looked it up before, like yeah. last month, but it's been a month. I forgot what I looked up. If mm-hmm. that's what, if you say that's from NASA, then that's, that's from, from NASA. NASA. I'm glad they cut the music right there so you could really understand what he said. Well, they do that, Sean. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You should know. You should do it on this podcast, yeah. actually. In case there's anything that anyone says that's very important, you should put a bunch of reverb behind it yeah. and like, and probably repeat it a couple times. Okay. For clarity, Sean. I'm taking notes. Yeah, why, why don't you look into it? So... <laughs> I've got so I got a stat based on yeah. that. Uh, I asked Twitter, okay, how far away do you think Voyager? I said, how far away is Voyager? Don't cheat. Oh, right. Okay, I'm sure these guys didn't cheat. I think my Twitter followers do because uh, they don't give a fuck. They they would just put out a, a, a an they unresearched. Just, they just guess. Okay, I'll give yeah, you. Yeah, those are yeah. my guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we know you go with your gut. <laughs> sure. Fuck it. Who cares? Sure, sure. What does it matter if you guess wrong? Uh, so I said, w- w- how far away is Voyager? A hundred million miles or twenty billion miles? Split almost right down the middle. Forty-six <laughs> percent, a hundred million miles, which is about the distance from the Earth to the Sun, versus twenty billion miles, fifty-four percent. Well, twenty billion miles seems like something like a five-year-old would yeah. say. Yeah, it's a <laughs> five-year-old, right? Yeah. Twenty billion? Yeah. How much I mean, money no, do you true. want? But it does seem absurd. Uh huh. How much money do I have in my pocket? I don't know. Twenty billion. How much yeah. money do I? I don't know. Twenty billion. How many M and M's? Every time, every time you you go to a grocery store and they have those big jugs, it's like guess the number of jelly beans. Twenty get billion. Like, yeah, twenty. You <laughs> stupid kid. It's not. It's probably a hundred million. That's a smart grown-up yeah. figure yeah. to throw out. A hundred million. Now that's a number that makes sense. Now, well, look, guys. If you guys want to dispute this official NASA clip that yeah, I brought throw in, throw it up. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> then fine. If you guys will, you guys will have mud uh, on your face. Um, Real idiots. Oh gosh, I don't. So, so I guess I guess nothing is settled then, because you guys are disputing this official NASA clip. Oh, you're gonna call this a tie? I guess it's a tie then, right? Uh, you're a loser Six. then. Losers tie. <laughs> Let's get to some solutions. All right, I won that bet. Um, I'm unbelievable. <laughs> Why don't you start? The lengths. Oh, you want me to start yeah, off? Yeah, start okay. us off. So my. Oh, all right. We're gonna start this episode off a little, uh, with a little bit of uh, with our loafers, pretty light. Uh, my solution is meditation. Oh, meditation. <laughs> oh, man. Here, I got something for you, Dick. <laughs> I, oh. don't, I don't like it. I, well, me either. Huh. I mean, I, I know what, what you're thinking, right? Like, what, what kind of hippy-dippy yeah. horseshit is this? That's exactly what I was thinking. Do you know any? I know you know people who meditate, but do oh, you yeah. know they know? Do you know that they meditate? I know. Well, that they, yeah. Let me start over. Hmm. You know anybody who meditates? <laughs> they usually live in their cars. <laughs> Is uh, that true? Well, not according to this research no, just I brought Maddox's in. Maddox's friends. Oh, 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 oh. okay. <laughs> wow, Sean. <laughs> Cross the bow. Um, yeah, I know a lot of people who meditate. A lot. You know how I know? Because they won't shut the fuck up about it. Mm. Oh, you should meditate. You should meditate. You know what, guys? I gave it a shot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Please, how did that go? Yeah. Describe uh, giving it a shot. So... One of my friends was really encouraging me to meditate. And he's like, look, man, you can work through some shit. Uh, it'll calm you down. You can, like, you know, just just, just do some meditation. And I'm like, well, what do I do? Just sit there? And he goes, yeah, just focus on your breathing and try to clear your head of thoughts. And, which is really hard because my brain is full of brilliant thoughts all the time. They're just creeping in not, nonstop. I'm constantly mm-hmm. writing little things down because I'm a writer. And I'm constantly, <laughs> constantly little, mm-hmm. little, uh, little tidbits here and there. Uh-huh. And I did it for the. I did it for two or three days in a row, twenty minutes a piece. So what did you do? I sat down. Let me let me imagine it. I yeah. really think this is hilarious. Right. Where would you sit down? Just on the floor, not in a your, table. Not just in the middle of your apartment. Yes. You'd sit on your 
or your house or whatever, you yeah. sit on your floor. Yes. Would you turn everything? Would you turn the lights out? Yeah. Would I'd you turn light the some off. candles? No. Okay. No. He was gaming at the same time. <laughs> would you assume? <laughs> would you Dark Souls sit <laughs> in any weird position? I sat. I sat cross-legged on my butt and just sat and focused. Like and that's in all a like in a yogi position. Yeah, basically. Like yeah. Dalsim. Yeah, yeah, like Dalsim. Okay, exactly. Because okay, you know, because okay. I want to be, I want to do the whole thing. You know, I, I uh, sure. I, you're I in for, you're in all the way. Yeah, I mean, I'm committing to this, right? So I tried it. And I, afterwards, I just felt really pensive. Like I was, I was nervous and I was anxious all day long, and and it put me in a bad mood. Like people huh. were, people were talking to me, and I was snapping at them, and I knew I was snapping at them, and I'm, I'm like, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, you did nothing wrong to me. I'm just in a bad mood because I meditated. I, I just, I don't know what it is. I just feel awful right now. Did How you, long did you meditate? For? Twenty minutes a piece, and three what days you, in a row. And three days in a row. Yeah, too much. Really? I don't. I have no idea. I, don't know. I have no idea how meditating works. Well, I looked did, it all up for this show. All you did was focus on your breathing. Yeah, and every time my my uh, thoughts crept back into my mind, I would try to focus it, clear it, and focus just on the like the blackness because I I had my eyes shut. I'm like, well, there's nothing else to fucking look at except the back of my eyelids. Hmm, I'm making you angry that. already. Okay. Yeah. I was like, man, you know what? I got to ask you, I don't mean this is a slam, but is it possible your brain has been rewired because of like? video games and the internet's um like instant gratification yes absolutely yeah, yeah is, I, think I mean so. is, like that's that's a genuine question no, is it possible totally. that it would take many months of meditation to like unwind that well i have been making a conscious effort since about three years ago because i was on a date one night and i i caught myself constantly reaching for my cell phone oh yeah, yeah. you know it, it was you like are this, real bad at that well i used to be Okay. I, it was this twitch, and I noticed myself doing it. My date noticed it, do, noticed uh, me doing it, and then I noticed my date doing it. I said, mm. "You know what? Let's make a conscious effort to leave the phones in the car from now on, and we're just going to go to dinner and have a cell phone free dinner." And it was it was weird at first, but now I've made a conscious effort. When I'm at lunch or dinner with someone, I never take out my cell phone anymore. I know people who. Uh they all go out as a group and they all put their cell phones in the middle and the first one to reach for it and pick it up pays the bill. Good. That's a good policy. That should be a solution. Yeah, Sean. Let's put that on the list for this time. That's a great solution. Great solution, um, Sean. Yeah, it's I do not have that compulsion. Uh and but I do get I get weird I get weird flack from people. Like I get a weird vibe from people when I just my phone just runs out of batteries. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, out of batteries. Yours, I don't and care. And that drives me nuts, Dick. Every Fucking time! Your phone is always dead. Your, I don't t- care. your tablet dies. Your phone dies. Everything's always dying around you. Yeah, uh, it's caught. <laughs> okay, let me get to this. Let me get to this meditation yeah. thing before. Yeah, I yeah. Run what do you time. got? Because I saw a, an article in the Daily Mail popped up saying that people who use meditation's brains over the age of fifty, their brains are seven years younger Aww. than people who don't meditate. And obviously, you know that that could be that could account for a lot. Of, a lot of other things could cause that. That maybe a healthier lifestyle. So maybe maybe they just they don't have a job, so they're not stressed out because they're think they're sitting around meditating all day, right? We can yeah. all see this person, yeah. But still, that's a big fucking difference. So I I kept looking at it. And you've got not only the seven year thing, but uh, there's just a huge amount of research that says it it uh, gives you lasting like emotional control. Yeah. Like they'll do studies where they'll expose you to vi- images that are supposed to provoke a response and after meditating it provokes less of a response yeah that's a good thing yeah i'm sure you can this this one's more this one encourages compassion it says so it's a con not Mm. all pros yeah that's definitely big big con you don't want to feel for anyone or anything no um but it's it says it changes your brain it increases the the brain's plasticity 
Um, which obvious, which is like you know, great, great for everything. Yeah, but who, 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 wrote, who wrote that. this? Like some fucking yoga con- Dude, uh, yogi. These are crazy studies from all across the board. Like not a single one of them was from the same place. And I agree with you. I thought it was bullshit too, but I, I don't know. Maybe there's something. Certainly, if it in, if it affected your mood in some way, it's doing something. Right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it affected my mood. It made me. It made me worse. It made me a worse person. Here's a great one. It accelerates <laughs> cognition. Hmm. So they they had a bunch of people. Um, they had a control group and a, a group of meditators, and they listened to an audiobook version of of The Hobbit. Yeah. Right. Which is. Have you ever tried to read that fucking book? Oh, it's so boring. It's, it's, it's awful. I can't. It's, it's worse than the Bible. I, I stopped reading the first, I read, I tried to read The Hobbit a long time ago. Me too. And I stopped around, I don't know, page 18, because it was three pages of talking about his windowsill and the spiders that live there. I'm like, yeah. I don't give a shit. And I don't everything's give a shit. named like Dr. Seuss. Yeah. I don't care. Ugh. Like, just call them, call them like regular things. Fred. Yeah, Fred. Yeah. That's his name. Hobbit Fred Fre- is... Fred, Fred the Fredo. Midget. How about Fred Fredo? the Midget Fred. in the land of midgets? <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. I can yeah. listen to, I can pay attention. So they gave, they let these people meditate and uh, it, it gave, it, the ones who meditated were able to gather more information from the Hobbit that they hmm. just listened to. Hmm. Um, <laughs> like know, four, can... like, like four times the amount. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, measures ranged from 15 to over 50%. More cognition. That's huge. That is huge. That's huge. I mean, yeah. that says to me, why the hell aren't schools, first thing you do when you get in, make these little motherfuckers meditate for a little bit, right? There are companies that do that. Are there really? Oh, yeah. I think well, that's that's probably the principle behind nap time in kindergarten is just to get the kids to calm down a little bit, focus, and then you uh, you get back on the task. I'm a big fa- I'm a big supporter of naps. I think naps are great. Naps are Naps are fantastic. I used to nap all the time in my old job. Um, at the telemarketing company. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> telemarketing company. A long time ago when I was a programmer. <laughs> really <laughs> shit. Telemarketing company? I worked for one for nine and a half years. <laughs> That's my favorite drop. I worked for one. There's another one. That, there's another one that I'm waiting for you to, to coax out. Uh, it increases creativity. What does? Meditation? Yeah, meditation. So here, here's the thing. Look, guys, I have read a lot of these studies. I've seen a lot of these studies. And Dick, you're right. And uh, I will you know. refute all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that there's probably something to it, but uh, uh, I don't know what exactly the reason is. I don't know if it's just meditation versus whatever process it is that slows you down and gets you to breathe slower and focus. I think that focus is the key to productivity. Focus is the key to cognition and being able to absorb the information that you're listening to or mm-hmm. reading. Now, I, I recently read a study that said that uh, fonts like Comic Sans, uh, interestingly enough, everyone kind of shits on Comic Sans, but it's great. When yeah, it's I, hilarious. Yeah, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. It's just some type. Some uh, copywriter a long time ago wrote this article that's just like damned Comic Sans to oh, hell. Fuck you. Yeah. But they found that people who read things written in Comic Sans or other type fonts, uh, typefaces that are that are kind of difficult to read, it slows you down and you absorb the information much better. Like again, like what you were saying, Dick. Like uh, was it uh, ten to fifty percent more? Fifteen to fifty percent more? Fifteen to fifty. A lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these people actually made it through the Hobbit, or maybe that's how far they got. Everybody else quit when they were yeah. at five percent. No one's they finished the them. book. They swallowed their tongues. Yeah. The only thing worse than the book are the movies. I've heard the movies are boring. I have a screener. I couldn't get through it. I couldn't watch it. They're so bad. Yeah. I watched a such cut a money grab of all three put together into one movie. Oh, that's great. And it was cool. That's what I've I want. I've never seen the three on their own. Yeah, man. Summarize. Get to it. 
Yeah. There's that there's just not that much going on in these universes that you need to see three fucking movies worth. The fir- the the Lord of the Rings, skip the first one. The second one has a recap of what happens in the first one. You don't even need to see it. Yeah. The first one was boring as shit. True. Um okay. So I've never done this either. I well, I've no, I've never done this. You've I never meditated? You. No. You've never meditated? No. I would figure you as a meditation guy. No, you know what I like pure exhaustion is the only thing that clears my mind. Like I've huh. always done a little bit of yoga or like Pilates more which I prefer. Always <laughs> laughing at that. Go ahead. You do Pilates, huh? Full on cardio bar, man. Oh yeah. Full on ballet Pilates. Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll cool. throw up. Uh, you'll, get, I, I won't. you'll get through no, you'll no, get through about three minutes. I guarantee of that yeah, class. No. And you, you guys at up. one point were gonna have a burpee contest. Oh, oh yeah. those are nothing compared to these. Please, you will not do twenty burpees in under a minute. No way. No fucking way ever. Ever. And here's the thing, guys. Um, the, the reason we haven't done that on the air is because Dick and I talked about it off the air. Like, I'm like, dude, have you done burpees in a while? Yeah. Y- you can't even bur- you can't even talk for like an uh, next 20, 30 minutes after you do them. Well, I work out. Yeah, I, I it do won't too. Be a problem. No. I do more cardio than you, Brozif. I, I, I'll have to take your word on if you do more cardio than me. But well, I ride I, my bike everywhere. Okay, but I was I brought it up to say that it does it does have an effect on my brain. It definitely does have an effect on my brain. Meditation. Well, the like I don't I don't know if it's the exhaustion or just the not being able to think about anything else. But I I, I definitely experience all of these symptoms afterwards. Um, but if you're, you, if, after what? After what? After Exhaustion. like an atten- intense workout, and then you do that dumb thing at the end where you sit there, and the chick in charge is like, okay, now you got to like thank yourself for showing up. And think about your day. I'm like, okay, this is dumb, but like I'm not really thinking about anything. I'm not thinking about all the shit that pisses me off usually, so I'll just kind of zone out here and think about nothing. So that that is equivalent to meditation. I guess. I don't really even know what it is or how to do it. Yeah. I know that I can sit on like a cross-country flight and just do nothing. Like sit there and not think about anything. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you my version of, maybe this is meditation. I don't know. Maybe we'll have some of the hippies in the uh, audience listening uh, chime in and tell us if this is meditation or not. But after, mm-hmm. when, I, when I was in sixth grade up through high school, when I lived at home, I would uh, oh I would have the exact same routine every day. Uh, I would wake up at six sixteen a.m. every morning, okay. and uh, it became a biological thing. Like after a while, I never even had to turn on the alarm. I would wake up at six sixteen every morning, and I would watch cartoons, do homework, and then shower. And after I had showered, I would come down, come back to my room, and lay on the, my, my bed and stare at the ceiling for twenty minutes straight. There you go. Nothing on. Yeah. Nothing on. I would just, but I wasn't. My I wasn't clearing my mind. I was thinking about things. I was thinking about solutions to things. I was thinking about how to solve oh, problems and yeah, that sort of you're thing. Not doing it right. But that was like a twenty minute session I did every single morning, uh, and I never did it intentionally. It wasn't my intentional meditation thing. I just noticed that it was something I was doing every day. I brought in a how to meditate. You want to do? You want me to read that? Yeah. Right let's. Now? I'll well, do. Let's you know if, what? You, you read the instructions. Okay. I'll do it right okay. now. I'm going to read it in my sexiest meditating voice, too, like one of those guys, right? Um, How to meditate. Since meditation benefits are so great, here's a quick primer on how to meditate. Yeah. But the the names and techniques of meditation are many and varied, but the fundamentals are all the same. Okay. Relax the body and mind. This can be done through body posture, mental imagery, mantras, music, progressive muscle relaxation. Oh. Any, any, does that mean jerking off? Yeah, maybe. I'm going to be uh, really progressive with my muscle relaxation. <laughs> Take your pick. 
This step is relatively easy, as most of us have some experience of relaxing, even if we don't get much opportunity. Yeah. Does that sound like, are you doing that right now? I'm relaxing. Well, no, you're no, not. Your feet are bouncing. Yeah, you're glancing okay. around. Here, you're fucking okay. around with your pen. This is why it didn't work for here, you. Here, here we go. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm relaxing. My shoulders calm. My eyes are shut. Okay. <laughs> shut your eyes if you're gonna shut Fine. them. They're shut. God, everything's a joke with you. That's why. You, that's why it didn't work. I'm doing it. I'm meditating right now. Are you for real? Yeah, Sean. Look at them while I read this. I can't do both. Okay. It's a bit. Be mindful. Do you know how to be mindful? <laughs> that's all I do, Dick. <laughs> I'm the most mindful person I know. I definitely. I am. The, I'm definitely mindful. I just realized how much creepier this is now that he's got my voice right in his ears with his eyes cl- closed. This is super creepy. Got to be really like erotic this has got to be this has got to be like what it's like for the podcast listeners at home like they probably they probably just can't have our voices in their heads they can't see anything this is what it's like to fuck me cri- imagine oh. that <laughs> <laughs> be mindful it's a bit cryptic this one but it means something like this don't pass judgment on your thoughts oh. let them come and go as they will Hold on. see now you're playing sound effects you're I not guess. meditating at all <laughs> i think this is meditate this is my form of meditation okay go on when your mind wanders Try to nudge your attention back to its primary aim. Okay, I, I've done that before. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It turns out that this is quite difficult because we're used to mentally traveling backwards and forwards while making judgments on everything. Hmm. Like worrying and dreading and anticipating and regretting. I, I do judge a lot. I judge insects. Like if I see insects in my room, I judge them as well. The key is to notice in a detached way what's happening, but not to get involved with it. Huh. That's what people are doing while they're meditating? That's Noticing weird. in a detached way what's happening but not getting involved. Oh, I get it. Okay, so they're trying to make it sound like you're a transcendental eye. Do people right? not usually think like that? Like, do no. you not see stuff? You're like, okay, whatever. No. Oh. You get involved. You relate it to yourself. You do, you do this, dick. Okay. Uh, concentrate on something, like a big penis. D- damn it, dick. <laughs> Often meditators concentrate on their breath. The feel of it going in and out, but it could be anything. Well, I'm concentrating on my breath right now. Are your feet a potato? It says a potato. That's weird. The breath is handy because we carry it around with us. Try to focus all your attention on it. That's and that, that's all it says to do. Concentrate on nothing. Concentrate on nothing. I don't know, man. I, so I've done that. I did that, man. I did that for for three days, and I felt awful. I don't know. Am I doing it wrong? Do I, is there different types of meditation? Well, you you've been talking the whole time when you're trying to do it. <laughs> Sean, All right, do do look. your do your solution. Oh, I just want to say Go this: ahead. I have friends who go to these like twelve day meditation retreats or ten day meditation oh, really? retreats. Yeah, it's out in the desert, and it costs it costs nothing, but you know, it's nothing with a huge asterisk next to it. I believe that. Yeah, and it's like Why? nothing but donations welcome, oh. and then and the donations are always like uh, three hundred dollars. You know, it's it's always suggested Cheap. like three hundred dollars, right, uh, or whatever it is. Well, it's 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 not for what you get basically they just put up a little uh prop like a, a makeshift tent out in the middle of a desert and you sit there for eight hours a day no talking no talking and you only get one little break and when you get that break you eat a vegetarian lunch prepared for you hmm. it's just a bunch of lentils and slop and bullshit you know um uh, think of like indian food but without meat in it and then awful yeah indian food ethiopian without meat in it food ethiopian food. there yeah. you go perfect no ethiopian food has a lot of meat you can get all kinds of meat in it. Well, not in Ethiopia, no. but. <laughs> okay, keep going, Sean. Keep digging. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I, anyway, yeah. man, they do this. They do these retreats for like 10 days, 12 days, and they, they come back home. I don't know if it's any, any difference, but, but I'll tell you this. I, I just want to end on this one note. Uh-huh. Um, 
You know the author of Real Ultimate Power, Robert Hamburger? Yeah. You know that? He's a buddy of mine in real life. And uh, he, over the course of the years that I've known him, has become more and more transcendental, more and more meditative, and more and more <sighs> I, I, to the point where last time he came out to visit, uh, we, we were hanging out, and he was telling me about like he how— He wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a ninja. He was telling me how like he's just really chill these days and nothing really he's unfla he's unflappable. So I I was like kind of like poking him a little bit like trying yeah, to get a, like, you yeah. know just yeah. <laughs> to see if I could get a response out of him and he was the most chill motherfucker I've ever met in my life. He was mm. totally unflappable. Cool as a cucumber the entire time. You know, maybe I do this when I'm drinking. Cuz I just no. I will have a drink <laughs> and I just sit there and do nothing. I don't watch TV. Yeah. Try not to think about anything but the liquor. I used to do that with cinnamon whiskey. Okay, your turn. Yeah. <laughs> Go what? ahead. No, were you going to add something to that? No, no. Okay. Um, I got a big solution, guys. Huge, huge solution. Welding! Yeah, welding! Welding. Bravo, Maddox. <laughs> That's a good solution. Good solution, right? Mm-hmm. Welding. It keeps us together. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> think about where planes would be without welding. Bottom of the ocean. Rivets, probably. Uh, yeah. Do they use a lot of welding in planes? Both. Oh, yeah, they, both, right. they use both. Think about where boats would be without welding. Oh. Bottom of the ocean. What, what, what about oil platforms, huh? Bottom of the ocean. Everything we love would eventually end up at the bottom of the ocean without welding. Yeah. Take your iPhone and throw it away in the ocean. <laughs> but, but seriously, because without welding, that's where your phone would end up. All those cargo ships... They need welding. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they ship them from China. <laughs> yeah. They need welding to stay, to stay together. Uh, how about the skeletal framework of buildings? Huh? Those need welding. The cranes that built the buildings that need welding need welding. Cars, bikes, microwaves, and even computers need welding. And you might be thinking, well, how does your computer need welding? But think about it. Soldering is welding. Soldering is welding. Every circuit board is welded together. Sure. Bunch of, uh, bunch of little microchips. There's even glass and plastic welding. Glass welding's, uh, mm, yeah. There is? Mm-hmm. Glass welding is made from joining two halves together by a welding seam. Uh, they can make really intricate patterns in glass bowls for your grandma to put candy in. Uh-oh. You know those, uh, you know those glass bowls that have, um, like grapes, like patterns of grapes and indentations on the side? They're riveted. They're kind of, uh, bumpy and textured and... Okay, yeah. Those are made by, uh, by glass welding. Okay. Yeah, and plastic. You had me with boats. I don't know yeah. about grandma's candy dish. Well, where's she going to put her candy? In like a dish without grapes on the side? Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't spell grandma to me. Okay. Yeah, welding's my solution, guys. Welding. It's a good solution. Good solution, right? Mm-hmm. Keeps everything together. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of different types of welding. My dad, my dad was a welder. Oh, my he dad, was. Yeah, my dad's a kind of a jack of all trades. He did a lot of things, but uh for a long time his primary source of income and his primary profession was auto body and he taught me a lot about how to fix cars man i can i can spot a shitty a shitty uh auto body job from like 10 15 feet away Hmm. (laughs) why because it's got a big dent in it or well so people who do auto body who aren't experienced use bondo like it's fucking going out of style you take a magnet and you run it over and see where it doesn't stick oh yeah because bondo's not bondo uh uh-huh But Bondo is supposed to be used sparingly in, in tiny little patches. You're supposed to uh, flatten the surface of whatever you're going, you're going to fix as much as you can. And then here's how much Bondo you're supposed to use. 
about as much as you'd, uh, uh, as you'd fill in a thimble. A thimble full of Bondo. And here's how you fix a, a car door that's been dented. I know this doesn't really have too much to do with welding, but... Yeah, but it's probably more useful. It's very I got practical. a bunch of dings on my door. Yeah, here's how you fix it. You actually, this sounds counterintuitive, but you you uh, drill a hole right where the dent is. Mm. First of all, you get a plunger because most dents on cars can be fixed with a plunger. Mm-hmm. You put your plunger right up to it and you pull it out. And as much as you can, that, that gets like, a, I'd say about 70, 80% of the dents out of car doors, like big ones. Uh, then the, for the smaller ones or ones that you can't get out, if they're deeper, you drill a hole, a tiny little hole right through it. Then you go to a hardware store and you get those little hook screws. You, you put that hook screw inside that hole that you drilled, right? Mm-hmm. Same size. Then you pull that screw and it, it, uh, flattens the door. That usually gets the other 10% of jobs that you can't fix, right? And then you put just enough Bondo to cover up that hole and that's how you fix it. That's how you patch your car. You don't, you don't. Uh, uh, cut out a huge fucking chunk or replace the whole door with just Bondo. Sounds like you got a big hole in your car now, though. No, it's a tiny little screw hole. And then you got, like, a bunch of Bondo on it and a little patch? Just enough for a thimble. Okay. Just a tiny, like, a little speck of it, a little dot of it. I don't th- that's how you do. That's how you fix cars without making it look like you have these big, uneven surfaces. Because that Bondo warps. Um, when, when your car gets hot or cold, it shrinks and expands. The metal shrinks and expands. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like welding. Welding makes the metal shrink and expand, relating it back. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, guys. It's a good solution. Yeah. Um, How many different kinds of welds are there? <laughs> I only know MIG and TIG. Hey, me too. I only know that from No Country for Old Men. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad you asked, Sean. There's gas, flame. Uh, there's gas, flame, electric arc. There's laser welding, electron beam, friction, and ultrasound. Oh, electron beam. That sounds yeah. pretty cool. So electron beam welding, this is pretty new, but they're starting to use it in manufacturing. Uh, they create a vacuum, and they fire an electron beam in that vacuum, and it's just a, a flash. Just Because it's so intense, the energy requirements are so intense, it just instantly makes the metal or makes the surface molten. You make, you make a quick contact, and that's it. The metal's, uh, the metal's sealed. The metal's fused, fused together. My Uncle John was a uh, underwater welder for the Navy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, true story. He somehow, I don't know what he was, welding a hatch or something, and he he chopped off his index finger. Oh, my God. Like right at the, uh, I don't know if it's a, from the tip of the finger, your second knuckle. Yeah. Um, wow. And he said that he called Did he it, weld it back on real fast? Was he thinking <laughs> No, but it's, quickly? I mean, it's, it's off. And uh, he calls his wife and tells her about it, and she's like, the whole finger? And he's like, no, the one next to it. What? <laughs> the whole finger. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sean, was that whole thing a setup for that joke? No, the that joke. That really happened? Well, he told the oh, joke. Told no, the- no, no, no. He's missing a finger. <laughs> Don't edit that at all. Uh-huh. I want to see that graph of how good that joke is to yeah. see how many seconds it took to pick it That's up. That's great. That's a good joke. Um, Do you remember welding in, did you have metal shop in like eighth grade? Sure did. Middle school? I did, yeah. Do they still, I don't, they still, they can't still do that, can they? Because that was fun as shit. No, they do. I remember as a kid. The like, spot I can't welder. If you st- yeah. if you stepped on the pedal too long, you could fuse the tips together. Oh yeah, your shop teacher would get pissed. Oh, we had a kid who did that in our shop class who fused the tips together. My shop teacher was pissed. Oh man, I remember this guy. Um, he there was also this this kid in class. So my shop teacher like hated most like half the class at least. He I think was, they all do. 
Um, that's what makes them so great. Well, I had a wood, how much they hate you. I had a wood shop teacher who was fine, but this this uh, metal shop teacher, oh man, he hated it. He yeah. hated most of us. Because, uh, and to be fair, about half the class were shitheads. Um, and, and specifically, there's this kid who, uh, of course, huge stoner. He was like the he was the kid who. Always did poorly in all his classes, except the one time he had to write a book report, he chose marijuana legalization. Oh, man. He he had a bibliography. He had sources. He had citations. He had quotes. This kid cared a lot about pot. He doesn't even need school. He could just go work for normal right now. Yeah, why not? So so our shop teacher had to step out. He had an emergency. He had to run down to the office and and take a phone call. (laughs) This kid, within... Ah, I'd say 30 seconds of the shop teacher <laughs> stepping out, runs over to uh, the bandsaw, okay. throws the safety off. This kid was experienced with taking cool. the safety off, cool. off the bandsaw. So you have this completely exposed, like, you know, two and a half, three foot long saw blade. Yeah. And then he took the shop teacher's metal hardware box that he used as a demo <laughs> on what to create. It was like a really nice toolbox. He took that and he started slicing it in half. He cut the shop teacher's <laughs> toolbox in half and the shop teacher came back was fucking livid i mean there was molten aluminum that we used for cast irons yeah his face was redder than that how how in the hell did this shop teacher think it was a good idea to leave a bunch of teenagers in an unattended shop class i guess it was an emergency you are going what could the emergency be the present launching nuclear missiles at the united states doesn't require a phone call that that's that's that important like, Man. what could it possibly have been? So, have you ever had a phone call that important? You got to be there right now. Well, kids, don't uh, all cut all your hands off at once. I mean, it sounded like it was an issue with his wife or something. I don't know what was going on. But the, but he came back, and he looked like he was ready. He didn't even have to ask who it was. He knew who it was. It was the little shit. <laughs> it was the pothead. And he it, he looked like he was about to swing at this kid. I would have paid to see that. It would have been so hilarious. Um, everyone would have gone to jail. Everyone. But it uh, would have been worth it. Anyway, uh, welding, big solution. That is uh, a big solution. My, da- my dad's a great welder, though. You know that uh, the Navy welders, Sean, your, your brother-in-law, you said? Uh, it's my uncle. Your uncle. Those Navy welders are the best in the world. You have to get to get Navy certified for welding. Uh, they, there's a type of weld that you can make, and you can tell, like, experienced welders can look at a weld and see whether it's a good joint or not. It has kind of like this uh, this arc-shaped pattern that goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And basically, you're creating a lattice. Uh, I'm not even sure if a, a lot of welders know the underlying science behind it, but they know a good weld when they see it. Condescending. Yeah. Well, okay, go ahead. Because I didn't learn about it until uh, level three of my calculus class in college with my uh, with my Princeton professor who happened to be coming into class. He, he was only teaching at the University of Utah because uh, he liked to ski. So I, I got a high caliber calculus professor that we normally wouldn't have gotten in a million years. Uh-huh. This guy taught a shit that was like way out of the scale of, of the university. Um, he taught us specifically the... Um, the, the way that lattices work and why it creates a really structurally sound bond. Anyway, welders who are really good, some of them uh, know that some of them don't, but they know when they see it. It's a really powerful uh, weld, and the best welders in the world are usually the uh, the Navy the Navy welders. Yeah, so good he cut his finger off. Yeah. You know, he could have he grown it back on. They have this uh, this powder. This, it's, it's basically ground-up pig bladder. Yeah, Did you guys hear about yeah, this? Yeah, why, why aren't they doing like, what? I why didn't anything happen with that? I hate, I hate the way... Medical advances are reported in the news because they they always make it seem like we're living in we're going to be living in the future next year, yeah. and it just never works out. Like it's made me so disappointed in in progress at all. 
Like the, the one you're talking about with the ground up, the ground up pig, pig bladder. bladder. Yeah. Where they, the guy chopped the top uh, top of his finger off, and they just put this powder on, yeah. and it grew it back. Like some because of I don't know because of like it mimics stem stem cells or something like that. It right. grew back his finger. Right. And they made it seem like a huge breakthrough. And this was like five years ago, maybe even more. Where the fuck is it? I think you have to catch it pretty early on after the cut. Like you have to. It still has to be a fresh wound because once it's healed, it's healed. There's no way to get that to uh, to regrow. Just chop it off again. May, actually, maybe. You maybe just keep did. chopping it just off. Keep chopping no big it. deal. I'm going to go home, watch a movie, chill mm-hmm. out for a little bit. I'll go in tomorrow. They'll yeah. chop a little bit more off my arm. Maybe instead of being the whole finger, it'll be a stump finger. Mm-hmm. Or a, yeah. a whole a whole stump. Mm. <laughs> that's better. Yeah. <laughs> a, whole right. n- a whole nub. Anyway, that's my solution welding. Here's, what do you got? Here's a solution that needs no welding at all. In fact, it makes welding look kind of like a joke. Really? Yeah. I'm getting my finger on the buzzer button. Go ahead. Shoes. Shoes. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll you give ever you a seen, you ever seen a welded pair of shoes? That don't be ridiculous. Don't even think about it. Horse, sh- horse shoes? Those aren't welded, aren't they? No, they're cast. Oh, I guess they nailed them onto the horse's feet. I don't know how. Like if I, I think if I own a horse, they're forged. Yeah. I think they're forged. They're forged. forged. Yeah, because right. you're hitting it with okay, a hammer. Navy man. Yeah. Look, I would. I would weld them to a horse's feet. <laughs> just, just me personally, I would weld them. I think you'd have to do it again. That's not going to work. What, welding them? Yeah. Well, I'll take as many horses as it takes to try <laughs> to figure disgusting. it out, man. Hey, guys, look, I bet, I bet, I bet you're all wearing shoes right now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not either, actually. Sean is. I am. Sean's wearing shoes. Sean loves his shoes. Yeah. Sean never goes anywhere without shoes. I don't think I've ever seen you in flip-flops, actually. <laughs> I used to when I went to the lake all the time. Well, I'm when counting. A boat. Yeah, I'm counting sandals as shoes anyway. All right. Uh, that's the first thing. If I was ever stranded... Like on a, on a naked and afraid type yeah. situation, first thing I would make shoes. Shoes, yeah. Under loincloth? Yeah. Fuck no. I spend my whole life trying to get my dick out. Why mm. do I need to cover this up? That's why actually, would I make that? That's there's actually no no hyperbole in that one. Uh, you actually are trying to always get your dick out. But yeah, uh, here, aren't we all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. Uh, that's why girl, girls get the gift of dick pics so often. They don't appreciate them. Well. I think I think they do. Yeah, I think some, they secretly some of them do. do. I I'm I always- think that they I like encouraging guys to send <laughs> dick pics just so that there's always dick pics flying around. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's harassment, like usually. <laughs> like the amount of, so, I mean, uh, I've I've got a couple extremely hot friends who are girls, and the um, the amount of <laughs> I like laughs. how you qualified yeah. that they're girls, yeah. Yeah, what's, he, what do you mean? Why? Because he didn't want to confuse his hot friends for being guys, right. a.k.a. me. So go on. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Um, the amount of, like, the amount of comedy that comes just from what guys send them. Oh, yeah. Is, I never, I never get tired of. Um, I, I may, you know, they, I think, I don't think they enjoy it as much. That's on them. But I could look at their tech, like, she'll send me, like, a screenshot of a text you guys got. And it's just some dude that she kind of just met who she's like kind of working together professionally with on a project and out of nowhere, cause you can follow the thread out of yeah. nowhere. It'll just be a bathroom selfie of this guy with no clothes on hmm. just hanging dong. Yeah. That doesn't, uh, that doesn't work. Girls aren't really into that. I most, most girls I know are not into that. Not right away. Not, no, not right. <laughs> Usually, not right away. Yeah. But once you're, Man, if they're into you, they want dick all. They want dick pics all day. They want a whole. They want to build a shrine out of your dick. Huh? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's true. Okay, that's how you know if a chick's into you. They when want she dick starts pics. asking for dick pics. Yeah, like everybody. If you're imagine your parents, if yeah. they're in love, your dad's probably dick picking your mom several like a dozen times a day. Yeah, I, I cannot relate to that. That's my, how my a relationship are, works. Yeah, well, I would not know. My parents are definitely not in love. Uh, so. <laughs> Shoes. So, shoes are great. Shoes. You know, and, D- Dick, like all joking aside, I was walking around the other day looking at the amount of disgusting gum on the sidewalk. It's fucking everywhere. <laughs> gum and, and cigarette butts and heroin needles. Uh, you know, I, I live in a rough neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw safety pin, like a rusty fucking safety pin. And I was thinking about all the things I wouldn't want wedged in between my toes and how thankful I am for shoes. Yeah. Really, I think it's changed our evolution to have shoes. It has. It has. Once we started wearing shoes... Our our four the the little little toes yeah. started to shrink garbage because of the shoes. It's a garbage toe. Cut it off. You don't need it. Don't need. You don't it. need. A, you don't need to look like a hobbit. You know right? what? Other it was all thumbs before that. Looks ridiculous. Yeah. Cut the toe. Cut the little toe. Put it on your uh, uncle's finger. Sean, extend his finger. He get his, his whole finger back. That'll work. Yeah. Look. What? <laughs> his what wife if, will be very happy. Uh huh. I'll be happy. The size of the fi- the whole finger. It's my aunt. <laughs> Ugh. That's okay. Like, it's still a woman. I would be so happy be, yeah. knowing that my pinky was in your aunt's. <laughs> Good God! Your what? Your pinky toe? My go, pinky toe. Yeah, my pinky toe. My uh, little toe. Throw up now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what are you gonna do? Are you gonna make everybody stop throwing their heroin needles around? No, you just can't. A, you can't. Just get a pair of shoes. Yeah, get shoes. Why don't you get shoes? Easy. You know what? You know what's? Uh, uh, I, I brought in heels, high heels, as a problem on the problems episodes, and it got voted to hell. Yeah, because everyone's a fucking idiot, and, and it's no. a bunch of it's a bunch of bros listening to the show who don't understand the pain that women go through and how disgusting they are when they take their their heels off and walk around Hollywood Boulevard on, on vomit and fucking uh, car exhaust and garbage and oil. But yeah, but women choose to wear them. Like bros can appreciate them, but I'm not like Look, I'm not, not stopping a woman from leaving the house until she gets her uncomfortable high heels and, on. Hey, you want to wear them? Fucking commit and wear them. Well, if you can't, I mean. then the, don't. It's not the shoes; it's the lack of it's shoes. It's the lack of shoes. That's the problem. And and high See? heels leads to lack of shoes. Uh, well, they should carry a backup. That's I agree. More. We need mm-hmm. more shoes. That's yeah. the issue here. We need more shoes. I find a woman who brings backup shoes with her, like little flats that she that's not a fucking issue uh-huh. and she just like throws them in her purse she's getting a ring a r- what kind of ring uh <laughs> i know you're not meaning a wedding ring <laughs> or all, a proposal all, ring all, all i'm thinking about is dark souls rings right now like there's, there's the princess ring there's the uh the ring of uh uh the ring of favor that gives you increased stamina and health probably one of those shoes are status symbols in ancient egypt slaves had no shoes Idiots. Or they wore shoes made of palm leaves. <laughs> Can you imagine? Garbage. Garbage shoes. The commoner wore sandals made from p- paper. Papyrus. Those they wore in, paper shoes? Well, papyrus. Like a canvas yeah. kind of mixture. Those in higher status were allowed to wear pointed sandals. Uh, the Sean. colors red. Yeah, Sean with your shoes. Red, red and yellow were reserved for the highest society only. Uh, <laughs> oh, it wasn't until 1818 that we had right and left shoes. Before then, everyone was just walking around with big (laughs) childlike mitts on their feet, looking stupid. Giant cartoons. Like Kleenex boxes. Have you ever put Kleenex boxes on his shoes? I have. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how I imagine everyone before left and right shoes look like. So this is, I was, uh, I was not getting allowed into this club and I really wanted to drink and I was really pissed off about it. I was arguing, me and this girl, I was arguing with the bouncer for like 15 minutes over what is a shoe. 
Like, cause he said, you can't come in and you wear sandals. I'm like, okay, so what, what's a shoe then? Yeah. Asshole. If I put up like a bunch of Amazon boxes for my trunk on my feet, is that a shoe then? Mm-hmm. Is that a shoe? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. Is that a shoe? Yeah. And she was just as bad and belligerent <laughs> as I was. So she was on that guy. She's like, well, uh, I'm not wearing shoes and I can get in. And he's like, that's correct. And she's like, well, what if he wears my sandals then? Then would it be fine? And he's like, well, then you couldn't get in. It's like, this, <laughs> this motherfucker stumping at every turn. Uh-huh. Yeah, he sounds, he sounds cool and collected. Was it Robert Hamburger from uh, Real Ultimate Power? No, it was some asshole. Yeah. I was a, such a shitty bar, too. What? Yeah. I want to know what bar Harvard after. Harvard and Stone. Harvard I don't care. Fuck them. Hey, fuck that. They're giving you guff to get in there? Are you fucking kidding They've me? They've got sawdust on the floor. Yeah, how about like, you? And he's like, it's dangerous because yeah. it's packed and people are being oh. crazy. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll take my chances uh, yeah. with my fucking shit. You think that's any safer than Hollywood Boulevard where there's yeah. a bunch of syringes and human excrement lying around, you yeah, dumb shit. motherfucker? The safest place I could be right now without shoes is your fucking shitty-ass bar. Who gives a shit? Let me just eat in your bar. And by the way, I'm deigning to come into your fucking bar, shithead. There's a billion fucking... You know what? Fuck you. I'm getting Thai food. <laughs> there's not a million bars around there, though. No. Right around... there's You cannot walk to a bar at that place. That's why they, they can say... What, and he was just he was just making it up off the top of his head. Like, it was totally... Chicks can get in and wear whatever they want yeah. on their feet. Because she didn't have fucking shoes on. Well, bro, that's the code. That's, that's always been the code. Chicks can get in wearing nothing. In fact, they prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's totally unfair. I wish I had some shoes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, why, do, why weren't you carrying extra shoes, backup shoes? Because I fucking hate shoes. <laughs> they make my feet hot. <laughs> Gross. Couldn't right. land on the moon without shoes. You need those moon boots. For no, one on. small step for man, which is the quote. Yeah. One giant leap for mankind. <laughs> both needing shoes. Uh-huh. You gotta wedge that in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're counting boots as shoes. Of course. If you're too short, wear some platform shoes. Oh, that's true. Those shoes are sweet as hell. Can't go bowling without special bowling shoes. Mm, I do like bowling shoes. Have you I ever think... tried bowling without bowling shoes? Uh, no, I get yelled at. Do not do it. Yeah. Well, because you stop too too quickly, yes, too you abruptly. Will fall right on yeah, your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stop way too abruptly. You yeah. want that little slide at the end too. It's fancy, man. Yeah. Shoes let us. Shoes let us be more graceful than even our wildest imaginations. We can slide around. T- you can tap. You can I- tap with tap shoes. Tap oh shoes. my god! Yeah, I needed tap shoes one time for a show I was doing, and I looked online, and it's a bunch of horse shit. It's like uh, four hundred dollars, five hundred. I'm like, go fuck yourself! Like, you're just putting fucking washers on your in your shoes. I'm like, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to the hardware store, and I'm gonna weld some washers onto my shoes with glue, and. Oh. <laughs> And then I, I I did just that. I got my sneakers. I, I got these big-ass washers. I got big ones for the front, little ones for the back. Uh, I made perfect fucking tapping shoes. They work. I remember that show, and mm-hmm. it looked awful. Yeah. And it was a huge failure. Yeah. Well, I mean, that aside, the shoes worked. The <laughs> shoes worked. <laughs> I made the tap shoes. shoes. I made tap shoes. The, sho- the shoes look great. They still tap. And you know what? The washers are still on them, welded together for life. Smart. Vote up well. Okay, what do you what do you got? My last my last solution here, guys. Um, this is a big one, but we're running out of time. I'll make this quick. It's oh. art. art. Art! You should have led with art. Yeah, well, I didn't. Ah. Art. <laughs> art is the most universal form of human expression. You know, I'm a writer. And my form of we know. art. <laughs> Jesus my form of art is my writing. How's that book coming? And my art. <laughs> you know what, Sean? It's coming just fine. Okay? You know what? You sound like my fucking editor. It's coming just fine, Sean. Don't worry about it. 
What's, it's, it's what's the over under? Let's take another bet. What? Oh, over under on on done with the book. Twenty billion. What? Twenty billion weeks from now. Twenty billion. That sounds about right. Uh, uh, that'd be a good bet. Look, let's not let's not take bets. We're gonna lose, and I'm talking about you guys. I, I'm I'm say I'm protecting you guys. Oh, thanks. From, from yeah, I'm saving your money for you. Um, where would we be without our guys? Huh? Maybe the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Because that's where we find a lot of ancient artifacts and art. A lot? A lot. Oh. Fair amount. Fair amount. Decent amount. We found some. Of art on yeah. the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> we found what? The point is, Dick. <laughs> it's always the first place I look. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Bottom of the ocean. Yeah. You go to a fucking museum. <laughs> I need something for this wall. I need something I for this wall. Let me ocean. take a swim. Have you ever been to fucking Greece, Sean? Every fucking piece of art in the museum is from the bottom of the ocean. Oh, this was this was uh, ripped off by pirates, and they were taking it to Ethiopia or wherever the fuck, and they and they got sunk, and now we had to trudge it up from the bottom of the ocean. It's still got barnacles and shit on it. Do your wow. fucking homework. Why don't you do some research? Yeah, read a book. Oh God. Yeah, you'd be at the bottom of the ocean. You know what? It's the only thing that we go to the depths of the ocean for to recover. Nobody, nobody goes to the depths of the ocean to recover your business degree. No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit about your business degree from whatever okay. school. Harvard, BYU. Wharton. Wart, Wharton. Fine school. Least of all, Wharton. Uh-huh. We go to school for years because we're fed this belief that we have to get a good job. And in order to get a good job, we need to go to school. And then we need to, we need to do well in school. And, and so then we finally graduate and get our jobs. And we're sitting around in, in our cubicles, bored out of our minds, waiting until the clock hits five so we can punch out and spend our free time doing something we like. Drinking. And, and, well, and or for most people, it involves going out with friends to see a movie, play video games, reading a book, or going to a museum. All things that involve art. Uh, maybe if you're a chick. If it was just guys, it would be, hey, let's go drink. Mm. So art's a big solution for women. I agree. I'm busting your balls. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Um, yeah, you know, you can drink in museums. Oh, you have really? to. You have to sometimes. You can drink in an art gallery. Yeah, and that. You know what? Maybe that's the perfect combination of solutions: art and beer. They go together better than any of the other solutions on that list. Nuclear power and beer, not so much. No, never. No. Never makes drinking and nuclear power. Shoes and art? Yes. Nope. No. Not Ask the Russians. <laughs> Ask a Russian. Shano the Zinger. You know what uh, else you go to the bottom of the ocean for? What? Welding. That's true. Yeah. You got to weld at the bottom of the ocean. And the only reason you have to weld at the bottom of the ocean is to make shit like oil platforms to mm-hmm. trudge up oil and then put in your cars to take you to museums. Art is the biggest solution in the universe, guys. Vote it up. Hmm. Art. But but seriously, all joking aside, everything we make money for is then spent on art. It's it's you're buying t-shirts with art on it, you're buying posters, you're buying paintings, you're spending your time watching fucking TV, you you go to movies, you go to you you play video games. You uh I, I would say I wouldn't say sports is art. Sports is not art. I right? thought you would have had a much more stringent definition of art. Me too. Why? I mean art is so fucking uh, uh ambiguous at the, these days. Anything's art. Pot- You're saying that sarcastically though. Yeah, I am. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, Sean's right. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, what would you say, Sean? What would you say? Why are sports art? Well, I don't know. What about all- figure skating? Uh okay. Figure skating can have some artistic elements to it. What about boxing? It can be the martial arts. Mar- that's true. Martial arts. Those yeah. are arts, Dick. Oh, good point. Yeah. You get a ding for that. Thanks. Yeah. Martial arts? Huh? What else? The the, the lethal is that? What lethal about an arts? eating contest? Is that an art? 
No, it's not an art form, man. Here's the thing. I, I originally thought that it was the most universal way of communication, but it's not. Math. Math. Math is the most universal way of communicating. Because you can communicate to Ooh. aliens with math. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, but what can you communicate? Only dumb math. No, no you, one cares no. about that. I, haven't you seen the, um, the uh, what's the uh, satellite, the radio satellite in South America, the Arecibo? Yeah. When they, when they blasted that, uh, it, was, it was basically a binary code that, that shows a, a depiction of humans in binary. Yeah. That, there you go. Yeah, but I, I don't, if there's aliens that pick up that math and get information from that, Cool. I don't want to talk to those aliens. Why? I want to talk to the aliens that like look, watch, you know, The Rock and are like, "Oh, that's a good movie." Those are the aliens I want to talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if there's aliens, they all know what a sun looks like. They the, all probably got oceans. They're all impressed by the same majestic things that we are, right? The Rock. I, wait, the hold movie on. The, the Rock the, with Sean starring Connery? Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> that's alien, what I yeah, what? an alien will be able to understand that. No, they won't. Of course they will. You don't need words to understand The Rock. You can tell. That's why Michael Bay is such an exceptional filmmaker. That you was Michael see, Bay. Yeah. Uh, shit. You can see the you can the movie transcends dialogue and words. It's entirely <laughs> visual. Like you don't need to see that guy say. You totally fucked up your Ferrari. You can see on Nicolas Cage's face, he's like, that's not my Ferrari. You don't need that dialogue. An alien could totally understand that without math. You don't need math in the way. No, I think, I, I don't, I disagree. I don't think aliens would understand The Rock. They wouldn't know what Alcatraz is. They wouldn't know what Nicolas Cage is. It's by a the, prison. By the way, I barely understand Nicolas Cage's crazy ass emotions half the time. Have uh, you seen Kiss the Vampire? No, I haven't seen It's that. bonkers. I really think you could communicate with an alien with art, with though. art better than yeah, because they're gonna need they aliens will need a yeah. color spectrum. Like you they don't will know, have evolved on their planet, buddy. You don't know aliens, okay? What, You're why? going to communicate to them with objects here on Earth, depictions of objects here on Earth. Look at abstract paintings. I do. It's just colors. Yeah. Haven't they sent out satellites with pieces of art in them? Yeah. Yes. Music. The Voyager. Kind of yeah. It's about 114 yeah. million miles away from yeah. this, from yeah. uh, from Earth. Yeah. Uh huh. I th you don't think aliens could look at art and understand it the same way well, we're affected he, by it? Here, here's the thing, Dick. You have to make assumptions about those aliens, right? Well, of course. That they can, that they have the same color spectrum that we do. That's reasonable. Why? Well, okay. So let's start with let's start with water, right? Is if that's necessary. Let's say, yeah, I'm assuming that that's probably necessary for life. Well, that's blue. There's, uh, there's not going to be a planet in the universe that it's not blue on. Water's not blue. What? What do you mean it's not blue? <laughs> Water <laughs> Now, okay. Now I'm gone completely insane. What do you mean water's not blue? It Look reflects it. it reflects our atmosphere which reflects a certain wavelength of sunlight and that's why it looks blue. It's not actually blue, but I, I get Oh what my fucking I get what god. Your point, oh, then your point nothing is, has a color if we're going to get that technical well, that's about my, it. But that's my point. With aliens with alien physiology, you don't know what wavelengths resonate with them. The reason we see like our stop signs are red and our lights mostly in our houses are yellow is because that's how we have evolved for our our lights to pick up the most uh, uh, the the frequency of light that we pick up most readily is the yellow wavelength because of our sun. Oh, so so you're well, making an assumption no, about it's green. It's no, it's that's not true. It's green. No, it's we have, we're way more. No, we have way more rods and cones for green than anything else because hmm, we need them so. to survive in the wild. Like that's that's my whole point. If if you so, I mean. You can get very technical about it, but let's let's say there's water. It's going to yeah. be blue or whatever they perceive it as. Do you know there wasn't a word for blue? That was that was one of the last colors that was named. Like if you look back at all the old historical texts, they call it like 
red wine or purple because they didn't have a name for blue. Anyway, it's going to look, water's going to look like what it looks like. Yeah. There's going to be plant life that's going to look what it looks like. It's going to be green. Whatever alien species it is that will have crawled out of the primordial ooze will need to protect itself from predators in an environment that's green. That's why, like, so many predator species are are green to blend in. So we evolved to spot them. All of the colors that evoke responses from us, like blood red, green's peaceful, blue is calming and majestic, yellow is beautiful <laughs> like the sun, yellow and white comes from light in the sun. Like, all of those things will be consistent. Huh. I th- I think yeah. I think you could communicate with an alien with art. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And math is for nerds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> blue like certain colors. What they mean here on Earth, I can only imagine what they would mean to an alien. Uh, they may mean something totally different. You have no idea. But uh, math is universal. You can communicate in binary with anyone. Any you find you pick anyone off the streets, talk to them in binary. What are you going to talk to them about? <laughs> the day more binary. Well, well, what are you going to What are you going to talk what? about you're with talk, only math? You can talk to them about art. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just show uh-huh. them a picture. It's All easier. Right. Pictures, biggest, pictures biggest worth a thousand math. How that's saying? What if they goes. don't have fucking eyes? What if they're just a b- bunch of bat people? Oh, please. Uh-huh. Go, go write for <laughs> Star Trek. That's retarded. <laughs> oh, great. Art, art is the biggest solution, guys. Um, really, I just think about life uh, a lot of times. You know, when I'm meditating uh, on my bed, not not Angrily. actual meditating, because that just makes me angry. Jerking off, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think about life and I think about what we do with our money because we're working so hard every day. You know, we're, we're every day we're hustling and we're trying to get that dollar. And what mm-hmm. do we do with it? We just spend it on art. That's that's essentially because we have nothing else. No one's spending money to see fucking uh, uh, people, accountants do business. No one wants to see that. Although maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. People want to watch other people play video games. People want to watch other people play poker. Maybe maybe there's a channel out there that'll that'll evolve with people watching other people do accounting. Who knows? Hmm. You know, there's this. Um, that's Farmville. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's just Farmville. Accounting. That's like every Sim City, whatever that box is called when people are gratified by those stupid. Is uh, that still a thing? What? Farmville. Farmville. Yeah. Is, is is there still a Facebook? Are there still then chicks? Farmville's still a thing? Are there Jesus. still moms? Yeah. yeah Farmville is a thing. It's there are people who get addicted to that too. Their kids die. <laughs> okay. Vote up internet addiction. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all my solutions for this month. All right, guys. My solutions this month were welding and art. Mine are shoes. And meditation. Meditation. <laughs> I was doing some yeah. just there. You were too deep in uh, meditative thought right I'm gonna there. I'm going to give it a shot, maybe. I, I, I think know. you should. Uh, you know what? Let's all meditate. Sean, you too. Sativa Sean. I know you know a thing or two about meditation, buddy. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, let's all meditate and report back next month and see and uh, and see how we feel. Afterwards. Okay. Let's give it a real shot. I'm, I'm totally serious. Let's do it for I'll at least three days. And let's do it the same type of meditation too. So we're not all doing goofy things like sweat me- sweat lodge meditation. Wait, or- why? Well, because then then we don't have we don't have consistency. We have but to it's have more the same- fun. Okay, sure. What are you? What's your med? <laughs> oh, well, how'd you meditate, Dick? Oh, Drinking. glass of Jameson. Yeah, <laughs> a glass. Oh my God. Maybe when I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs>